The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the sports gambling podcast network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Uh, doing fantastic. Happy uh, Thursday to all of our listeners out there. It's this Thursday evening here. Uh, thanks for get off work here. Uh, I did have to work a little bit, but yeah, happy, happy Thanksgiving to the American listeners out there for the, the genocide holiday that, that we, we celebrate here. Uh, I'm doing good. Happy, happy to be off work and uh, yeah. I'll be looking forward to big slate on Friday. Well, it finally happened, boys. I am out of fucking money. Um, see, this is a, <laughs> I, I'm in the, I'm in the crucible, the hard spot, right? Right. The, the, the few days before the college football wind holes get in, and I got all those those futures bets, and I want to make some more. I already made a, a bunch this week, and then today, fucking bloodbath, the six teaser legs with the Lions. I thought there's no way they're gonna lose this fucking game to the useless. Goddamn Packers, but sure enough, they get smoked. So uh, that that went out the window. Um, so yeah, I I am um, I have no liquidity. I'm dry as the desert. I am as dry as uh, Talon's Quebec Minister of Sport. Um, so yeah, it's it, that's you see, there's, there's no lights on. There's no lights on in the house because I'm out. I'm out of money. What a callback there. <laughs> Jelaine Maxell or some shit like that, uh, or Jelaine Celeste or something like that. Yeah, Celeste, Celeste uh, yes, 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 yes. There it is. Uh, I'm sorry to hear, Joel. Maybe we'll do a, a crowdfunder or something to get Joel some money <laughs> so we can get some more future bets going on or some. Shit I couldn't like even bet college football this weekend. That's how fucking empty oh, no. the accounts are. So whatever. Just, yeah. Uh, do you have anything that could hit in the like anytime soon? Or oh yeah. You, oh yeah. Lots, you know, lots yeah? of stuff. Lots of stuff. I'm just yeah. waiting for a fucking Monday. All right, that's good. That's good. I'm doing all right, yo. I I'm I don't want to be a dick here, but I'm kind of on the opposite. I've been fucking crushing it with some of these games, some of these football games, these hockey games. We've been ripping it and licking it lately, boys. So uh, I don't know, Jolie. Maybe maybe you can. I can give you a loan, but I pay good interest. You know, you gotta pay me back, like in spades or some shit like that. I am so hot in this. I committed to a bit. I'm covered in a blanket right now. My, my thinking was Jolie always shows up to these little things and he's wearing a black hoodie and he has his hood up and he looks like fucking Darth Sidious or he looks like he's like fucking Sauron or some shit from Lord of the Rings. Well, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be Gandalf the white. So I got my white fuzzy blanket wrapped up around me here and it's pretty cozy and shit, but like it's getting a little bit too hot, but pot committed. It's going to be a sweaty show. I'm ready to rock and roll here. All right, let's keep this moving. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff in the world of sports, baby. What do we got going on? NFL's rocking and rolling. You know, there's Thanksgiving to all the Americans that are doing their thing. Ryan said it's some 
crazy fucked up holiday. Well, whatever. I just love eating turkey and all the good shit that comes with it, yo. So hell yeah, you should be celebrating it. Don't give you gotta kill a couple people to fucking eat a couple turkeys. I'm all in. So congratulations, happy Thanksgiving to all of our friends in the states. Uh, there's college football coming up. You know, we got that Ohio State Michigan game. That's gonna be absolutely nuts. What else we got? We got NHL. We have fucking 15 games tomorrow, boys. This is gonna be crazy. Obviously, we're gonna run through them all here. Uh, a bunch of other stuff going on in the world of sports. Like we said, I'm going to a Raptors game tomorrow for the first time. So we'll see how that goes. Basketball is still for fucking losers, but hey, whatever. Um, so yeah, you can find all that information at the SGPM website. That's the place to be. Be sure to check it out. Check out the articles that are being posted. Check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles. He's pumping them up. They're pretty fucking sick every week. Uh, and listen to the other shows, man. Everybody's doing an awesome job. You know, it's, it's a busy time of year with all that stuff. Uh, quick update, Ryan, what's up in the world of baseball? Is there any rumblings, any, any fun stuff going on around there? We haven't talked about baseball in a while. Oh yeah. The, uh, the Phillies re-signed Aaron Nola. Oh, that was fair. big. Let's keep this moving here. Uh, what else? Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord. Discord's absolutely popping off. <laughs> we got tons of guys in there, man. Everybody's having a good time. People are posting bets. People are having great conversations. And people are making lots of money, baby. So that's all that matters. Uh, so shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. Uh, if you want to get in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to help you out. We'll point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HGP Twitter account. Uh, our social media assistant producer is absolutely killing it like he always is. So he'll be sure to, hand a, to lend a helping hand. Uh, or what you can do is... Uh, Fuck, I don't know, go to the food bank. And if you're at the food bank in line and you, you might see somebody just looking all down and looking all sad trying to get some cheap-ass fucking our compliment spaghetti or no frills spaghetti or no name, whatever the fuck, you know, for 20 cents on the thing, and a little can of shitty old ragu. And if you see that motherfucker, chances are it's probably Joel Meyer out there. So you can ask him, Hey man, I know you're down on your luck a little bit here, but anyway, you can just uh, let me know how to get into the discord. And he's such a good guy. He'll, uh, he'll pull himself out of the hole he's in and he'll be like, yeah, this is how you get into the discord, baby. Yeah. Make sure you're subscribed to us uh, on Apple podcast, Spotify, leaves a five-star rating and review. Also subscribe to us on YouTube. Like, like seeing the comments on there uh, as we segue here into our locked on total. I feel like this is a good uh, comment to highlight from uh, Bill Williams. Uh, your picks fucking suck, but I like the energy laughing emoji, beer emoji. So <laughs> that's that, 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 that counts that, that, that that's a comment. That's a review. He's not wrong. It's, He's yeah. not wrong. I mean, it's, we, we, but we track it. We're transparent about it. And, and we, we keep trucking along here. <laughs> yeah, we're we're races and over yet, boy. We're at the what the quarter turn? Like this is horse racing or some shit. Come on, we're we're not even at the stretch yet. We're just trotting along, galloping up and shit. So just you wait. By the end of the year, maybe we won't collectively be down over twenty units as a show. <laughs> Um, all right, Ryan brought it up. The locked dogs and totals from last show. We're going to move into it. This is from the November 22nd slate of games, which was yesterday at the time of recording. Uh, I went two and one up 1.57 units. Jolie went one and two, or sorry, Ryan went one and two down 0.59 units. And Jolie went one and two as well down 2.17 units. I'll kick us off here. Uh, I had the, for my lock, I had the Bruins money line against Florida minus 115. What did I tell you, man? This, this Bruins team will never lose another game to Florida after that shit show embarrassment that happened last year in the playoffs for them. Um, I don't remember the score of this game. I was fucking, I was working. Let me see. It was 3-1 final for Boston. So, hell yeah, that's sweet. Uh, then for my dog, I had the Arizona State University Coyotes in regulation versus, uh, versus St. Louis there. I think St. Louis won this one. It was 6-5 finals. We had a shootout there in the shadow realm. Uh, but, yeah, so that didn't hit for me. And then for my total, 
New York Rangers, Pittsburgh Penguins, under six and a half. This was a one nothing final for New York. So I, I told you, man, we got some good goaltenders in this game that are both playing well. Uh, yeah, it was only one goal. It looks like Jonathan Quick had another shutout. How many shutouts does Quick have this year? Holy shit, 32 save shutout. And then even Tristan Jari stopped 35-36 with uh, Alexi Lafreniere scoring the only goal in the game for the Rangers. Yeah, for myself, once again, I hit my lock there. The Hurricanes uh, minus one forty-two against the Oilers. That ended up being a, a it was a blow up six three, but you know the Oilers did kind of make a game of it late after they went down four nothing and five one. They're they're a mess right now. Uh, my dog Flyers plus one twenty-four at the Islanders. They just got goalies. Ilya Sorokin was Ilya Sorokin, and uh, you know you got tip your cap sometimes. Flyers definitely outplayed them, outshot them, outchanced them, but. Did not get the job done. And then my total, Devils, Red Wings over six and a half. I thought this was a slam dunk when the Red Wings went up three nothing early on. I figured, you know what? Devils get a few. But no, Red Wings just won four nothing. Uh, shutout for was there? James Reimer, was it? Lion. 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 Lion got the shutout. So yeah, a former former Flyers great, Alex Lion. Uh, <laughs> shutting, shutting them down there. So one and two for me, but down, down minus point, uh, point five nine units. Right. My. My lock was uh, connected with that with the Devils team total over three and a half. Never a fucking chance after the uh, first period. They only had nine shots on goal in the, in the final 40 minutes. And yeah, I, the the Devils or the the Red Wings rather were in, in Sweden the previous week. But uh, you'd think that the Devils were the team coming back from Europe uh, the way they played to turn in the puck over looking sloppy as shit. Very flat effort. Uh, you know, this is the first time in 101 games that the Devils were shut out. <laughs> so definitely not a good bet there with the, the devil's team total. Uh, not even close. And my two dog, shots in the third period. They had 16 shots in total. Yeah, I'm looking just, at this deeper just now. Just gave up. Awful. Yeah, not not good. Not good. Uh, Sabres money line against the Capitals. <laughs> not, uh, this week, the theme for me is just uh, losing bets in the final minute. Like uh, 3-2 Sabres lead. Capitals at the, the goalie pull. They score, tie it up, and then um, they win in overtime, of course. Fucking typical. Um, but I'm okay with that bet at a plus one ten price there and the way the game went. And then the final one, this is a good bet. This is the best bet. Blues Coyotes over six. Talon mentioned it was a, it was a frenzy there. Uh, easy, easy win. Uh, it, it cashed in like uh, the first period. I think it was, it was like four, four at the beginning of the second. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. Goaltending was optional <clears throat> and yeah. Coyotes just play some wild games sometimes. And then same with the blues. So this is a, this is a great bet. Um, I should have, should have fucking laddered it the way that, uh, this, this, uh, Went on. Is that how you're ending it? I can just keep drawing on, but I don't know. <laughs> this is, that's on. On to the next one. Okay, cool. Glad we uh, glad we cleared that one out <laughs> a little bit. Um, all right, let's get into this, boys. We got 15 games set. We got another. We got 15 games set for Friday, November 24th. It is another. Turkaki up here. We got Turkaki completion part two going on right here. 15 fucking games. Boys, are we ready to go with just the gravy everywhere? You know, and you look and there's just stuffing and you know, cranberry sauce and mashed potatoes and turnip and squash. Oh, I fucking love Thanksgiving, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First game on the docket here. We got the Detroit Red Wings against the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. Uh, Detroit on the money line sitting at plus 170. Bruins on the money line at minus 205. Uh, if anybody's interested, the Bruins on the puck line at minus one and a half is sitting at plus 130. The over-under is at six. 
Over sitting at minus 115. The under is at minus 105 here. Uh, dude, Boston is unreal at hockey. They will always be unreal at hockey. This team just never goes away. Uh, we just saw them beat a red-hot Florida team the other day, 3-1, like we talked about here. Boston at home is 7-0-1, where the Wings are 3-3-1 on the road. Uh, if you're interested in Boston in division games, sitting at 6-1-2, uh, Detroit in division games three two and two. You got to go with the Bruins here. How do you play a minus two hundred five? Is a shitload of juice. I don't like puck lines at all. But if you're interested in that plus one thirty, maybe it's on the table here. Detroit has been giving up some goals uh, middle of the pack. They've been averaging more against lately than they did to start the year. Uh, but my favorite play here would probably be the Bruins in regulation. You can currently get it at minus one thirty. I'm sure you can get it better at other books as well. Uh, so that will be the way I am leaning for this one. Uh, as far as over under goes here, I think we're gonna. See see uh i think we're gonna see some goals man detroit can pop in a couple pucks they they did it earlier in the year like i said they're starting to tail off a little bit in this one but uh yeah i think we're the numbers at six even the pushes in play i will lean towards the over but give me the bruins in regulation minus 130 yeah bruins are rightful minus 205 favorites here they're unbelievable at home 7-0-1 detroit's only 3-3-1 on the road they're, they're pretty good at home but not good quite on the road uh lost both of the, each of the last two road games in Ottawa and against the Rangers. Uh, Boston coming off that win down there in Florida. Just a better team coming back home. Uh, yeah, I think regulation is a solid play. Uh, I like them to win the first period. Uh, they've, they've been outscoring teams in the first period. They've only lost, I think, two first periods all, all season. So maybe look for a uh, first period regulation play is for the Bruins uh, plus two hundred to get up. That's uh, I think that's pretty juicy for for a team that you know should be able to do that. But at the very least, yeah, Boston regulation I think is, is a safe play, or you know use Boston as a, as a parlay leg with something else later in the day. Yeah, Boston regulation would be the only way I would look in this one. Um, but I, I like I like the total. I'm, I'm going opposite of uh, Talon there with the. But the under six, you know, it's a Bruins game. Um, Ryan mentioned it. The, the Bruins like to win the, the first period. They, they typically do. And when they do that, they, they they are great at holding on to leads. You know, like like the uh, the Islanders teams, um, when they were used to be good, they, they could hold those 2-1, uh, 3-1 two, one, one leads the whole time, and then the game easily goes under. So I, I like that angle. Uh, the Red Wings are first in the league in shooting percentage. So that's going to go down. I don't think that'll... Uh, keep up and the, the Bruins meanwhile are the, the best team in the league in terms of the save percentage and I do think that that is sustainable and they are the, decisively the best team in terms of penalty killing as well so yeah I, th- I think the Bruins can win this one 3-1 just like they did down in Florida all right, back to the 1 p.m. time slot here. We got the New York Rangers against the Philadelphia Flyers game itself is in Philadelphia here Broadway Broad Street Broad Street Broad Street right Broad yes. Street bullies Broad Street Bullies. We got it. Hell yeah. This uh, is Broadway versus Broad Street, though. Yeah. I guess you're right. I'll see? I, that's a good way of looking at it. I like that. Uh, all right. We got the Rangers on the money line at minus 142. Flyers on the money line at plus 120. Home dogs here. Uh, the over-under sitting at six. Over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Right, guy. What's going on here with your Flyers? Uh, still red hot? Still not? What, what are we thinking? What are they, what, What's everybody feeling like? Yeah, lost uh, on Long Island there. Once and as I said, they did outplay them, so you know, no, no shame in that. But yeah, coming coming back home here, I, I wish the odds makers weren't respecting them as much as they are because I, I wish they were bigger underdogs here. But as long as Carter Hart starts, I, I like I like the Flyers here plus one twenty. Rangers, you know, we've been talking about they, they're going to have some regression at some point. Uh, they're not great five on five uh, this year. Flyers are ninth. The Rangers are nineteenth. So Flyers are ahead of them. 
Flyers, you know, have been able to bounce back from losses. So should be a, a big rivalry game here. So I'll, I'll take, take, take the Flyers plus 120. And as long as it's Carter Hart, I also like the under six at minus 115. Uh, one more thing on this. Whenever the line for the Flyers-Islanders Saturday game opens up, take the Flyers. Uh, Flyers play tomorrow afternoon at home, and the Islanders play tomorrow night, Friday night, in Ottawa. So the Flyers have six hours more of rest plus uh, much less travel there. I like that. Um, no real play for the side here. Lean to the Rangers. My line is minus 141. Uh, but like like Ryan was saying there, the, uh, they rely on the power play too much. You know, I go on about this all the time, yada, yada, yada. And I don't think that Jonathan Quick can deep, keep doing what he's doing. Although I expect it to be Shesterkin for this one. Do, do the Rangers play on Saturday too, do you know? I, I didn't look mm. at that. But Jonathan Quick, uh, he's, 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 doing, <laughs> he's having a, a re- rena- renaissance season. He's, he's back to his old uh, Johnny Quick self. Um, uh, between the pipes there so it doesn't really matter i, I so I, for that reason let's go with the under the flyers are a pretty good defensive team and yeah although they're they're on the back-to-back too right you're saying so it's uh uh could be airson so and that's or is he already confirmed carter Fart, carter no, Fart. neither of them are, are confirmed and the rangers do play the the bruins, bruins Saturday. yeah so they, so okay. they, they could save just starting for that yeah, probably because uh, Shosturkin is still dealing with that uh, upper body injury, whatever he had there. Uh, but yeah, you could say that this is a this is a woman game, you know, battle battle of the broads. <laughs> 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 but yeah, under or nothing for me. All right, um, I think this is insane here. I'm so sorry. I'm not. I'm not buying the Flyers hype, Gilbert. I'm sorry, Julie. I know you're invested in them as well. Uh, but I'm all in on the Rangers this year uh, and in this game especially. It's, and even, if it's Jonathan Quick in that, fuck yeah, this guy's been lights out this year. You can shit on Jonathan Quick all you want, and I'll never do it because I always love the fucking guy. Uh, but no, nah, he's playing lights out hockey over here. You look at some of these saves he's making. They're ten bell saves um so hell yeah give me the rangers in this minus 142 a little bit of juice i don't care I'll, I'll hammer it just up my units uh and then as far as over under goals i am leaning with uh with ryan said maybe a bit more towards the under six and minus 115 i don't love this play but i mean fuck rangers are playing fine defensively and philly has been playing a bit better lately so yeah I, you know look at a goal scoring too they're both in the middle of the pack for goals uh four sitting around 15 and 14th collect or whatever the word is uh <laughs> for goals allowed rangers are at second in the league for goals allowed and the flyers are 11 so the under six is a decent look here uh okay moving down the tpo two i can't even fucking talk bro what is going on with me i'm so hot and sweaty right now uh 2 p.m time slot we got the leafs on the money line against the chicago blackhawks game itself is in chicago here toronto on the money line sitting at minus 265 chicago on the money line at plus 215 massive home dogs here in chicago uh if anybody's interested the leafs on the puck line at minus one and a half is at plus 100 the over under is at six and a half here overpaid off minus 122 the under plus 102 in this one oh shit what do we got here the blackhawks fucking suck we just had news i don't know i guess we can talk about this a little bit here patrick or not patrick kane taylor hall is expected to miss the entire rest of the regular season he has to get like leg surgery or some shit like that uh so that kind of sucks for uh for the blackhawks and everything going on there blackhawks currently on a five game losing streak going into this game the leafs are on a four game winning streak blackhawks at home are one five and zero on the year everything is screaming to bet toronto in this game which is why I might recommend you bet Chicago, but I'm not going to say that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to be leaning probably towards the Leafs team total, whatever that's sitting at, maybe three and a half or so. 
we're seeing Arvid Soderbloom or Soderbloom is confirmed to start for Chicago here. One six and zero record, three point eight nine goals against average, point eight seven nine save percentage. But he's going to get his fucking tits lit by the Leafs here in this one. Uh, so yeah, Leafs team total is probably the best look. The over is always in play in a game like this. A six and a half minus one twenty two. I think there's some value on that. Uh, and one thing I will say. Toronto just fucking goes behind in games. So when they get scored on first inevitably in this game, if you can get them at like, you know, plus one and a half or something like that, even if it's a bit of juice, like, you know, minus 180 or even minus 200 or something, they're going to keep it close. That's uh, that'll be something I've been keeping the eye out for lately with Leaf games. They've been going also uh, give me Nylander, uh give me Nylander points. Uh, but he's trying to make it 18 consecutive games to start the year with a point. Uh, if he does hit that, he passes McDavid and Zetterberg in the modern era for uh, for second place in all time. So, hell yeah. Nylander point, Matthew shots, Leafs team total, live bet, Leafs minus one and a half. Give me the over. Yeah, not too much to add there. Blackhawks, you know, haul out. Uh, Corey Perry is also questionable now. John Klingberg also appears to be out for a while. And I'll say IR. For the IR, yeah. If he hasn't played a while anyway. But yeah, Leafs are hot. Blackhawks are not. Blackhawks can't win at home. Leafs are good on the road. So, yeah, it's, it's a find-the-money game. I do like the puck line, plus 100. That's, that, that's fine by me. But I, I did the unthinkable here. I parlayed the, Toronto with Boston here. I have, I have a Bruins Maple Leafs parlay plus odds there. So, hopefully, both of those two two teams can uh, come through for me. This guy's crazy. Why, did you see the play? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. That's the only way Seattle can fucking score. Holy shit. Fuck. Niners better cover the minus seven. I need the money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, well, yeah. Yeah, it's funny that uh, the Leafs have been hot lately because Kling has been playing and Ryan Reese hasn't been playing. Two of their pickups in the offseason. They're better off without them, it seems like. And, uh, yeah, so no big loss there with Klingberg. Actually, it's probably a, ba- a boon for the, the Leafs if he goes on LTIR. They could use that that $4.5 million, whatever he, he's costing them, to uh, get so a real defenseman Patrick Kane. in there. No, they, they need uh, like Zadorov or Tanev or someone like that. Tanev, um, fuck Zadorov. Nah, Zadorov's up. He's a big Russian. I thought you'd like him. Anyway, um, I, I don't really have a bet in this one. I would I would probably get a wait and see if the Blackhawks get to a high enough number then jump on them. Just just the, the European angle with the Leafs coming home from that. Uh, but otherwise, I got nothing for this one. Uh, kind of lean to the under, though. The Blackhawks just, uh, they sink offensively. But, you know, they, they slow the game down. Don't let too many goals in. I mean, like the Blue Jackets found a way to put seven past them. But uh, they, 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 they typically play these under games. And then the Leafs are... Uh, you know, they can't do these these comeback wins all the time and send the game over. So lean to the under, lean to the Blackhawks, but I haven't bet this one at all. What does Bowie think there, Talon? Bowie thinks that the Leafs have actually not been playing good hockey lately and that they are lucky to be on a four-game winning streak. So maybe there is a little bit of value to uh, maybe a Chicago team total or something like that because this team has been fucking Jekyll and Hyde Shit for half the game, good for half the game, and eventually you're going to pay the price for it. Goaltending's a little better lately, though, right? Yep, 100% it has, 100% it has, but I don't know. We're not making this about the Leafs. It's all good. It will be another day for that. All right, let's keep things moving here. We're heading down to the 3 p.m. time slot. We got the Columbus Blue Jackets against the New Jersey Devils, baby. Game itself is in New Jersey here. Uh, Columbus on the money line sitting at plus 210. New Jersey on the money line at minus 258. The over-under is 6.5. Over sitting at minus 135. The under in this one is at uh, plus 114. 
We just saw <laughs> Columbus beat the fucking shit out of Chicago. What did I tell you? Patrick Laine coming back, but he was buzzing around out there. It's good to see him get a goal after being scratched. So that's awesome. Uh, but what are we talking about here? We're talking about the Blue Jackets against the fucking Devils. Uh, I'm, I'm leading the over. That's my only real bet I have for this game at minus 135. That's six and a half here. Uh, I don't really love a side. I'm not paying juice to the gills to bet the Devils here. And Columbus sucks, dude. Like, I'm sorry, they're still not a good team. Uh, on the road, they've been absolutely terrible. They're one, five, and three here. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, Metro or division games have been brutal as well, one, six, and one. So uh, just fade the jackets here, whether it's the Devils team total might be interesting, and the over six and a half is what I'm leaning. Yeah, over six and a half minus 135 has to be the, the best bet for this one. Both of these. Teams are over teams. Uh, Devils, 13 of 17 games. Blue Jackets, 11 of 19. Also the same for the first period. So I'd also like the first period over one and a half at around minus 150. But yeah, they're, they're over. And uh, I, I want to take the Blue Jackets. I, I wonder if like if, if Hughes came back too early, if they're just not not clicking right now, if they were just you know conserving energy there in Detroit. And, but Because they're going to wake up sometime. I, I can't take them this big of favorites or minus odds on, on the puck line. But uh, I, it wouldn't shock me if some people want to take Columbus here at plus 210 for a sprint call. I would not hate that. Yeah, Talon mentioned uh, you know, giving Lonnie a boost there, getting him a goal. Uh, and meanwhile, I uh, I gave Zacharensky the HGP chump bump. You know, I was <laughs> playing like shit. <laughs> and what he do? He fucking pumps it up my ass with four assists and playing an awesome game. Um, goodbye, Talon. <laughs> so yeah the, the blue jackets came out of nowhere they they scored a bunch of goals against the the shitty blackhawks team and i think that they can keep that up keep the momentum going with uh bonnie finally getting some confidence i guess hopefully and um Coudreau hopefully as well and uh, i hope this this offense can keep clicking i still think that they'll lose this game the devils have been playing pretty bad lately but uh hopefully they get he back for this one i think he's still questionable and Timo Meyer is still day-to-day as well. So some injuries for the Devils could um, – getting those guys back could help them out a lot. Uh, but, yeah, I think right now is the, the best way to play this is the over. We're going to go back as well with the Devils team total over three and a half and uh, full game total too because the Blue Jackets have found their, their mojo offensively. I mean, it's just the Blackhawks, but the Devils aren't exactly uh, elite defensively either, and they certainly don't have Dominic Kasich between the pipes. So, yeah, just goals in this one. Okay, moving on to the 3 p.m. time slot here. We got the Edmonton Oilers against the Washington Capitals. Game itself is in Washington here. Edmonton on the money line's at minus 130. Washington on the money line's at plus 110. The over-unders at six and a half. Over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100 here. Call me crazy, man. I think that this line is fucked. I'm sorry. I don't know how anybody can say that the Oilers are the better team right now. I understand there's the McDavid factor, the dry settle factor. Those two are way better than anybody that Washington has. But what did I say last show when we were talking about the Capitals, uh, when we were talking about them versus uh, versus Buffalo? This Washington team, they're washed. They're old. They're fucked. Are they going to make playoffs? Most likely not. But fucking there's something to be said for playing hockey the right way. And I know I'm a broken clock or a broken record. I'm saying the same fucking thing again. But this team is simply playing the right way. Look at what happened in Buffalo. They go down by two goals. But when you play smart hockey, physical hockey, hockey where you just grind your team down into the fucking boards, into dust for three periods, you end up coming back and winning. 
And that's what we saw with this team. That's what we've seen this team do over the last five games. They've been on a five-game winning streak. And the Oilers, Oilers are the exact opposite. There's no fucking chemistry. It's an ugly scene in the locker room. These guys are fucking starting to kind of turn on each other a little bit. That's how fucking bad it's been in Edmonton over here. They can't get a save to fucking save their dicks, for Christ's sakes. So, fucking, how could you not take the Capitals in this as home dogs, plus 110? Five-game winning streak coming into this. They're 7-3-1 at home this year. The Oilers are 2-8-0 on the road. Am I taking fucking crazy pills in this one? This is insane. Give me the Capitals plus 110. And I'll tell you fucking what, dude. There's something to be said for being unified as a team. And that's what we're seeing now with these old fucks in Washington. These gray old fucking old dust pieces of shit. But they're still finding ways to win games, man. Caps plus 110 all day long. Oilers game. So give me the over six and a half and minus 120. Yeah, I mean, most people expect these teams to have you know opposite records at this point in the season. Capitals are ten four and two. Oilers are, are five twelve and one. Oilers have been awful on the road, two and eight overall, zero oh, and three on this road trip. Uh, but th- they have to get it sometime. Their, their underlying numbers are great. They can't get a save. That that's absolutely correct. I, I like the Oilers team total over three is what I took for now. I think I got that around minus one forty, which is around what their money line is minus one thirty. They were able to get three goals in Carolina, in, in Florida. They scored four against Tampa. I, I trust their offense uh, against Washington. I don't think Washington's going to keep up their great defense they played you know, last week, two, a few weeks ago, especially if it is Kemper and Net and not, not Lindgren. But Lindgren's also going to come back down to earth sometime. So like the Oilers team total over three, I, I like the, the chance of getting a push because I, I think they can score three. They should be able to score four if you want to go three and a half for plus odds. Also do like the first period over one and a half. Both of these teams do tend to go over in the first period. Uh, Oilers in 14 of 18 games and Capitals in 10 of 16. So hopefully the Oilers can, can find something here because otherwise it's just going to be a, a long season of wondering if, if they're going to like trade what, the, what they're going to do. If, if they're going to keep McDavid, trade, trade dry saddle, who knows? What the fuck are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> what are, what are the, he, can, he could ask out. He's still got another year on his deal after this one, though. That's dry settle. McDavid has two more. Um, Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's still a long ways from that doomsday scenario. But uh, anyway, I think that that's the right way to play it. Don't you don't have to worry about the one that's goaltending. Don't worry about their defense. Uh, They just have to worry about them scoring goals, which uh, they can do that at least, uh, even when they lose. So yeah, the, the team total over three, three and a half is a, is a good look for this one. Uh, I do not like the Capitals to sustain this uh, excellent defensive play given the roster and then the, the, the goaltending has been, uh, you know, uh, very good. But I don't think that that'll continue forever, especially from uh, Charlie Lindgren. So yeah, I mean, just the Capitals are still frauds. They didn't do anything in that that Buffalo win to uh, convince me otherwise. Saw a decent chunk of that one. Uh, Talon's right about them playing more physical though, though. That, that, they hit tough. everything, bro. This team hits everybody that has the puck. That's true. That's true. Oilers are a big team, too. They can hopefully uh, maybe get into war. Maybe that's what they need. Someone to punch them in the face so they can punch back. I don't know. This team needs something. Uh, so, yeah, I, I lean to the Oilers, but uh, I think that Ryan's team total play is the uh, best look for this one. Okay, moving down to the 3 p.m. time slot here. We have the Nashville Predators against the St. Louis Blues. What a shit game we got here. Game itself is in St. Louis. Uh, Nashville on the money lines at minus 110. St. Louis on the money lines at minus 110. We got to pick them. Fuck, I bought a bell. Shit. Oh, it's across there. I bought a little bell I can ring. It's like a Christmas bell. For whenever we got pick them, I'm going to start ringing it. But whatever, mate. My cat's being a good boy beside me, so I don't want to scare him. Uh, anyways, the over-under is six. Over is paid minus 115. The under minus 105 in this game. 
Oh, fuck, dude. This game is going to suck. How do you find a lean in this one? Surprisingly, though, the Preds are on a three-game winning streak coming into this. The Blues are on a two-game winning streak coming into this one. Uh, I think we got to try and just keep this one simple here. St. Louis is 6-2-0 and at home to start the season, uh, and the Preds are 2-6-0 on the road. As far as division records go here, uh, none of them are really too great to jump out at. Um, based off that alone, I'm going to lean towards the Blues in this one. I don't really love it. I think this is a shit play I probably wouldn't be making. Uh, but if you had to gun to my head, I'd take the Blues just because of the home ice advantage. And as far as over-under goals here, um, teams aren't really that great at scoring. You know, they're kind of at the uh, the bottom third of the league when it comes to that, but they're not substantially bad. Um Goals allowed. Bennington's been playing fire to start the year. Absolutely lights out. And we know that UC Saros is always a guy. So if I had to pick, technically the under six, minus 105. But truth be told, dude, I'd be staying clear at this game. You know what this game is to me? This is one of those games where I go into the score bet. And I, we're not supposed to say all this shit. But you go into a you go into a book that offers you both goalies to make a certain amount of saves at boosted money. Like maybe it's over 27 and a half saves each or something like that. You can get for maybe like plus 500, plus 600. Uh, I would be playing that for this game. But other than that, I don't really like anything else. I don't hate that play. Yeah, but I do I do hate this matchup. Oh. Though. I, 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 I can't. I can't wrap my head around either of these teams. I, I do want to go heavy on Nashville here because they have had the great underlying numbers, seventh best expected goals for Lewis at the third worst expected goals, 4%. But then, yeah, as Talon, Talon mentioned, those uh, home records, six and two for the blues, two and six on the road for the Preds. So you, know, you can't be too confident in the predators, but, but having said that, I still do like them here in a pick them. I think they are a better team. I think Soros has to rebound from his eight, nine, six, eight percentage. Binnington has already kind of regressed a bit. Um, the Blues pl- played it tough against the Coyotes, uh, so I think the Preds can keep it rolling here, make it four in a row. Give me the Preds, minus 110 here in, in a pick em. All right, I agree with Ryan there. My uh, number, of course, do not fade the Blues, as I expect that they won't for most games they play this season. Uh, Preds minus 108 is what I have it at. Um and yeah, I think that they are the better team, even even though they have had a tough uh, spell on the road there. But they they played some good teams, and uh, they were in all those games. I think, uh, at least from what I remember, I mean, they were kind of smashed by the Canucks, but that was when the Canucks were really rolling. Uh, and yeah, they're coming back home, they're on a few game winning streak. Well, plus, getting Ryan McDonough back is huge for the Predators. They're a lot better team with it, with him in it. If you look at that. Uh, uh, the, the, the defensive core there, it, it, it's not the same without him in the lineup. Um, so yeah, give me give me the Preds here. No real feel for the total guess i'll lean to the under but uh preds money line for me all right uh we're brought to you by bet 365 bet 365 is the world's favorite sports book trusted by over 88 million players worldwide prop sides totals live betting bet 365 has you covered if you like boost you're gonna love bet 365 like a 30 percent profit boost on your nfl same game parlay plus that you would have an early payout offer if your team goes up three goals Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 no-sweat bet or bet $5, get 150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. <laughs> or use the sign-up link in our show bio. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Okay, moving down to the 3.30 p.m. time slot. Here we got a lot of afternoon games. Eh? Holy shit. Uh, we got the Montreal Canadiens against the San Jose Sharks. This is the one game you probably should not be watching because this game is going to be absolutely fucking brutal. Uh, Montreal, the money line, is sitting at minus 148. The game itself is in San Jose at the uh, in the fish bag. Uh, San Jose on the money lines at plus 124. The over is at 6.5. Over at minus 105. The under at minus 115 here. Uh, you got to lean towards the Habs here. And I actually think there's a little bit of value them at minus 150 or whatever it's sitting at. Uh, yes, it's a little bit juice through the gills. And we are we do have Caden Primo uh, confirmed to start this one for the Habs here. Um, but, dude, I'm sorry. The, the Sharks are just absolutely horrendous here. Their home record is better than their road record, but their road record is 0-9-0. So it doesn't matter. That's how brutal this team is. Um, so, yeah, give me the Habs here. We just saw them have a big win against... Uh, who did they play the other day? I forget who it was. Uh, Anaheim, I think. So we just saw them beat the Sharks here. They're trimming up these teams in California, baby. Um, so hell yeah, let's go Habs on this one. And as far as over-under goes, I'm leaning towards the under. Uh, neither team is great defensively, but both teams are fucking terrible on the offense here. Uh, so give me the under 6.5 minus 115. Give me Montreal on the money line. Yeah, I think Montreal definitely has to be the play here. Minus 148 is getting a bit a bit, bit steep, though. I did get them closer to minus 130 earlier in the day. I probably would still bet them here, but if the Sharks get to plus 130, plus 135, maybe you know, maybe maybe too much to take the the, the Habs there. But yeah, I think the Habs are the better team. Uh, you know, the Sharks are actively tanking. The Habs have just been unfortunate with injuries and everything. They still have the better overall players. I I would think you know, Caden Primo is not great in net, but neither is neither is Blackwood or whoever starts for the Sharks. So yeah, I, I like the the, the Canadians to, to keep up their their California back-to-back wins here in san jose uh and then total yeah i'd probably lean to the under six and a half minus 115 just because sharks can't really score but this could also be one of those wild games you see like a like a five four game so i'm gonna stay away from the total and just stick with the habs yeah i don't think it's a huge deal that primo's starting um you know he's not a great goalie but he's he's a capable backup um yeah it's it's Habs or nothing once again i'm not i'm not back on the sharks against uh, a team like the Habs who play they play hard every game that the sharks are going to beat teams who totally overlook them the 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 canadians are not going to go in there thinking that the they're, they're they're hot stuff that they don't need to play up for those sharks they're going to play up for every game under month march and louis. st louis ain't letting that happen you're right exactly exactly right so uh yeah give me the abs absolutely i think that the, even at minus 150 here is a is a good price um lean to the under i mean you could do the sharks team total play it's cashed in like a what all but two three maybe from sharks games it's it's a pretty damn good bet so uh that that'd be uh how i play this one hell yeah uh okay moving to the 3 30 p.m time slot here we got los angeles kings against anaheim ducks game itself is in anaheim at the quack palace uh la on the money line's at minus 198 the ducks on the money line are plus 164 uh if you're looking at the kings on the puck line minus one and a half is at plus 136 the over under is at six over sitting at minus 120 the under plus 100 mr gilbert why don't you take this one away here uh what's gonna go on out in california yeah, I think people are just sleeping on the Kings. 11-3-3 and three this season. They're the best expected goals, 4% in the league. Uh, Anaheim is in the other, other half of that, seventh worst. The Kings just have you know three solid lines. We always talk about Kopitar, Deneau, and then they got, got Dubois in there. Cam Talbot's been, been great in net, 9-3-1. 2.02 goals against, 9.30 save percentage. So they have solid defense as well. They, they play these low-scoring games. They've, they've allowed one goal in each of their past three games. Um, so, yeah, I, think, I love the Kings here. 
this line has also moved a lot since I initially bet it. But yeah, I'd still take the Kings regulation around minus 130. Puck line may not, may not be a bad look. Uh, the last few meetings, the Kings did win 5-3 and 6-3 and 4-1 last year. So those were all puck line wins for the Kings. So yeah, could see another 3-1, 4-1 type of win. So love the Kings here. And I like the under six at plus 100. Yeah, that's good news for the uh, the Kings. There. I thought that Dubois would be out for a little bit, but it comes back the next game and scores a goal against those uh, miserable Blues. So, yeah, I, I like the Kings uh, quite a bit here. The the Ducks are not the same team that they were in the, when they had that nice road trip. And like 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 last year, they kind of fooled some people thinking, uh, you know, they're pretty good. Uh, I still think they're better than they were last year, but that's for sure. But uh, yeah, you know, not not playoff good, that's for sure. So, yeah, the, the Kings are uh, on a mission here. You're right that they're kind of being overlooked. So, yeah, I mean, minus 200s get a little steep, but still, it, it's uh, not a good team in the Ducks. And I mean, they're still in these games. They're competitive. They, they lost by one goal against the Habs, lost by one goal against the Panthers, unless there was an empty netter. But that, that, that game should have been tied. Like, the, the puck clearly crossed the line. And the video review, in its infinite wisdom, crazy. still yeah. ruled it no goal. What the fuck, man? That. We got. We need re- we need video review of the video review. Challenge the challenge. <laughs> Fuck that shit, man. Those stupid refs. Um, stupid rules too. Uh, anyway, yeah, give me the Kings here. I like that quite a bit. Lean to the under, I guess. But you know, unders in general, I think on on Black Friday are a good look. I think people be uh, you know a little little fat and happy, uh, content after their their turkey meals. Maybe it's a little narrative, but whatever. I think that that's a puzzling. I'll definitely be playing a little bit of the uh, the Slim Jim for all the fat pats on Friday. <laughs> Unders on Black Friday sounds like suspicious or suspiciously racist somehow. I can't quite put my finger on it. But <laughs> I don't know, but I, maybe you're onto something here. That's okay. Um, yeah, I'm with you guys on this 100. Like you know, I'd like the LA Kings for the past two years for Christ's sakes. And you know, like you said, they're kind of underrated a little bit here. Teams are overlooking. Them. Maybe underrated is not the best way because like, everybody knows they're a good team, but overlooking them, like you guys. I said I think it's probably the best way to put it um yeah this season playing great with the offensive depth Ryan ran through it there it's Jolie touched on as well it's good to see that uh Pierre-Luc Dubois will not be missing any significant time for the team um so that's good I, I like the Kings here in regulation maybe uh this is a team that they are scoring a shitload of goals too averaging 3.94 per game which is second in the league for goals for um so a uh, Kings team total I think is definitely a good way to look at this as well uh, and we all know that uh, the Ducks fucking stink, especially defensively. Coming back to earth from that hot start that we saw on that road trip that Jolie brought up here. Uh, and then as far as Kings go, it's it's funny. You know, somebody told me that Cam Talbot is isn't a good goalie. You know, a couple of days ago, and yeah, I just I, I just can't I can't see that. So okay, you know, fuck that guy that said that. But uh, Cam Talbot's an absolute stud, dude. Nine three and one record, two point oh two goals against average, a point nine three oh save percentage here. So uh, fuck yeah, I'm all over the Kings any which way possible. And uh, total in this one, I'm kind of steering clear of the total. Some goalies fit better in certain systems, and the Kings oh, do a yeah. good job of, uh, you know, that's the same thing as with Aiden Hill. Like you say, Aiden Hill sucks, but he, clearly he fits the, the system of the Knights. It, it's true. Like the, <laughs> the, the, the team highlight. The system, uh, the system of having the best decor in the league. Pretty good system. Yeah, and the Kings have a good, <laughs> solid decor as well. And uh, Tom McClellan's a good coach. He is. And uh, more offensive-minded, though, which is good to see that uh, he's, he's getting those guys to score. Second, second in the league scoring is pretty good after this team struggled to score the last couple of years. No, that's a good point. 
Um, okay, moving down to the 6 p.m. time slot here. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Buffalo Sabres. Game itself is in Buffalo in this one. Pittsburgh on the money line sitting at minus 118. The Sabres on the money line are minus 102. Over-under is a 6.5. Over sitting at minus 130. The under plus 110 here. I think this is the first night of a back-to-back for the Penguins. I believe they play the Leafs the following day on the Saturday here. Um, with that being said, I still love the Penguins, man. Like, I'm, I'm pretty bullish on this team. They're only 9-9-0 to start the year here, but uh, they're playing good hockey. That was a tough loss against the Rangers, 1-0. Uh, Jonathan Quick, what did I say, like a 32-save shutout or whatever. That's fucking awesome. Quick roll back the clock. He's been doing that. Uh, but the Penguins are still getting good scoring opportunities. You know, the power play's fine. Uh, and I think a team that's a team that's in good shape here compared to a team that's kind of dropping off a little bit when you have the Sabres. They have some injury warts. Uh, goaltending has been, I think it's fair to say, very suspect over the past couple of games in this one. Uh, if Devin Levi does play, he's been a little shaky. 3-4-1 and one on the year. 3.66 goals against average. 0.879 save percentage. Uh, I love the Penguins on the road here, man. 5-3-0 and record this year. Uh, and as far as over under goes, I like the under six and a half at plus one ten in this game. I know uh, you you know we're talking about the <laughs> the fuck out of the way, boy. Jesus Christ. Uh, whatever. Give me the under six and a half at plus one ten. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. There, I think the Penguins are, are definitely undervalued in this game. Sabers, you know, did not beat Washington and lost in overtime. There, lost uh, for the press five now. Only win coming in Chicago. Who's Clearly becoming one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, Tage Thompson's been out for, for out, out now. So, uh, but yeah, Penguins rust rust questionable. Raquel's out. Ruedel is still out, as we discussed last show as well. But yeah, I still like the Penguins here minus one eighteen. You know, I I don't think there's a lot to the home ice advantage that Buffalo has. They're four and five at home. Pittsburgh five and five and three on the road. So they're they're capable of going on the road. They're a veteran team that. Knows how to get the job done here. Uh, Pittsburgh beat Buffalo for nothing two weeks ago at home. So, see, uh, maybe not a similar outcome here, but I do see a, a low-scoring game as well. So, give me, give me the Penguins here, minus 119, under 6.5, plus 110, I think is might be a better bet. Getting plus odds on two teams that can't score too much seems seems like a, a pretty, solid, pretty solid bet there. Oh, the offense is coming for the Penguins. If, if you watch them play, they're just a bit unfortunate. Um, we'll see if Brian Russ comes back for this one. I think he's day-to-day. Um, uh, but yeah, the Penguins, I think that they, they'll get it going. There's a bit, a bit unlucky in the power play as well, but they've been moving the puck and all that, uh, getting guys in the action. And their defense is still suspect, of course, with uh, Eric Carlson back there. That's always going to be the case. Um, and then, yeah, there, I think there's a bit of a, a drop off between um, Jari and is it is Deming back there? No, it's not Deming. It's uh, who's, who's the who's the back? Uh, he, he had the shutout. Eh, but they he also scored, he scored a goal. The, uh... he... huh? Sorry, what were you saying? I was saying he scored a goal in the AHL and then had a had a shutout in the, against the Golden Knights at the same weekend. All right, he's hot. Whatever. I still like the over. <laughs> uh, the Sabers they're they're not too good defensively. The goaltending sucks, and uh, they they still go pedal to the metal um offensively even without Tage Thompson back there, um healthy. So yeah, give me the pens. Give me the over in this one. Um. Penguins, I think, are uh, turning the corner a little bit. I expect them to go on a bit of a run coming up. All right. I'm not going to lie. My cat fucked up my computer here, so you might have to read the odds on this next game. 
All right, now <laughs> heading down to the 730 time slot here. We got the New York <laughs> Islanders at the Ottawa Senators, or should I say the Canada Senators. Game itself is in Canada, not Ottawa. They don't play in the city. Senators are minus 130 on the money line. Islanders <laughs> are plus 110. Over-under is set at 6. Overpaying off minus 118. Under at minus 102. Mr. Meyer, what do you got for this one? <laughs> nice, nice. That's better than the telling impressions you do on, on our two-man shows. Uh but yeah, let's I go. Got, uh, I got to do it up for him. Yeah, true. Um, I like it. You're good. You should be able to guess where I'm going with this one, seeing as where the Senators were playing last week. We're gonna we're gonna ride that that trend here. Uh, give me the give me the Isles here, plus one ten. Uh, I know that they got outplayed in that in that win over the Flyers, but uh, more encouraging is that Sorokin looked uh, unbelievable in that one, more like the Sorokin we saw last year. So that's excellent news for the Isles. They cannot they cannot win many games if it's just uh, average Sorokin. So uh, they'll need him to be like himself. Um, yeah, and then the Sens, so the second highest shooting percentage league, and you know they got some goal scores and whatnot, but that's still a little high. Uh, given the fact that their expected goals is is not not very high, <laughs> and uh, the Isles, you no, know, they're def they're definitely not a that's definitely one of their strengths either. But they protect the goalie well. They can grind out games. So give me the Isles plus one ten here with the Sands coming back from Sweden and uh, lean to the under six. You know it's correlated with with Isles wins usually because once they get the lead, they just sit on it. They don't they don't want to attack like most other teams do. They just uh, protect the lead. So uh, correlated under there with the Isles money line. Yeah, all right. I got. I forgot you're up. My bad. I, I'm going. I'm going another way here. I, I like the Sens. Admittedly, I, I did forget about the whole global series thing before handicapping this game. But I'm going to go somewhere. They, they went on the road. They went to Sweden. They, they crossed international waters. They got two overtime. Got an overtime win, shootout win. It's a bonding experience then there for a team that needed it. A team that was you know kind of in shambles a few weeks ago. Now they've won three in a row for their past five. Coming back home to face uh, an Islanders team, you know, maybe beat up a little bit. Got faced, uh, fifth Flyers got 50 shots on them the other night. So I could see them starting Varlamov here too and saving Sorokin for the Flyers again, seeing if he could, uh, he can stop them on Saturday night. So give me the Sens minus 130. But I do like the under six at minus 102. Uh, first me meeting this season was 3 2. Islanders won at home. Last season, all meetings went under. So give me the Sens and the under six. All right. I got to say something here, okay? When it comes to hockey fandom, you know, more specifically online when it comes to, like, hockey fans on Twitter, you know, Boston Bruins fans are just big assholes. They got every reason to be, you know, you can call Leaf fans pussies and all that, you know, whatever. I get it. We whine and all this shit. But you know what? Ottawa Senators fans are just fucking stupid, okay? This team has been fucking terrible. All you Sens fans, I'm giving it back in here. You're all fucking dumb. You don't know what you're talking about. Your team stinks. You're shitty people. You're ugly. Everyone I've ever seen is ugly. You know, these fat-ass bitches on here fucking defending the Sens, and all the guys look like they got the greasy neck beards going on. It's like, you guys are fucking stupid. You're dumb, and you look, you look dumber than you fucking are. But anyways, let me tell you right now, my problem with this Sens uh, team is, and the Sens fans this team has been absolutely shit this entire goddamn year you're, you're you got guys that are fucking 
can't even stop their friends from gambling. They're getting suspended half the time. You're losing picks left, right, and center. Your organization's in shambles. Fuck yeah. And guess what? You win three games and you think that everything's going to be okay? It's not. Shut the fuck up. You're not making playoffs. I think you're still last in the Atlantic. That's how bad you actually are. Your goaltending stinks. You got a couple young guys that can put the biscuit in the basket, but your defense can't fucking figure anything out. So uh, let's get this back to reality. Sense fans, let me put you back in your place. You're crawling up a little bit too far out of that hole. Let me fucking give you the hose and get you back down in there where you belong. You're a bunch of fucking losers, and you always will be. Same with your shit-ass fucking team uh so uh yeah give me the islanders here man the, the Sens fans gotta remember that they're gonna be sorokin uh sorokin the islanders dick they're gonna be sorokin the dick too that's how bad this fucking team is so fuck you ottawa fuck the city of ottawa it's so boring everybody i saw people saying oh if you don't know how to have a good time in ottawa then i don't know what you're talking about the only way you can have a good time in ottawa is if you got a shitload of coke and you're just sitting you know trying not to freeze your ass off so fuck ottawa fuck the senators uh, I do like the Islanders from an actual hockey point of view team here. Uh, Jolie touched on it. When they get a lead, they just kind of shut down and power down. And, you know, they, they defend. And that that's what they've made. Uh, that's what they've made their whole team's identity, I guess, whether for the better or not. So there's some value here at plus 110. And if it isn't Sorokin, it is Varlamov. He's been fucking lights out, too. So it doesn't matter. Give me the Islanders. Uh, I'm staying clear of the over-under, though. I, I, I will agree with that. Pierre Engel goal. Pierre right. Engvall, anytime goal scorer. Let's go. Giraffe goals, baby. Love yes, it. That's, 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 it. Injury. that's how shit your team is, yo. You're going to get scored on by fucking Pierre Engvall. <laughs> I, I will say the Islanders are like one of the worst teams where if you like go down a goal or go down two goals against them, it feels like the game's over. Like they, mm-hmm. they just, they, they park the bus. They shut it down there. Hell yeah. Um, all right. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, who has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long, no matter the sport. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Uh, watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay into Hall of Fame Bets Revolutionary Parlay Optimizer tool. They get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Okay, moving to the 8 p.m. time slot here. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the Florida Panthers. Game itself in Florida for this one. Winnipeg on the money line is a plus 114. Florida on the money line at minus 135. The over-under is a 6.5. Over sitting at minus 122. The under plus 102 here. Uh, this Florida team coming off a big upsetting loss uh, versus the Boston Bruins yesterday. So they're going to come out hard. They're going to come out hot in this game. I love Florida at home at minus 135. This team has been absolutely electric this year. I might have to start changing my tune when it comes to the Florida Panthers. It kills me to admit it. But, uh, hey, man, this team has been absolutely on fire. That Sam Reinhardt is lighting the fucking lamp. 19 games, 13 goals, 12 assists for 25 points. Uh, also, 
he's a fucking UFA after this year. How come nobody's talking about giving this guy $12 million? I guess it's just William Nylander that's getting $12 million. But uh, Sam Reinhardt, former second overall pick, he's got two less points. So, yeah, whatever. Uh, anyways, I love the I love the Panthers in this game. Not to say that I, I'm shitting on Winnipeg here, but this is a Winnipeg team that says uh, they've had some troubles defensively. Uh, throughout the year here they're not really giving up a lot of shots on goals but they're giving up bad scoring opportunities it seems like i don't know what the uh the goal save above expected or whatever stupid fucking metric might be to look into that point says uh but it just seems like the opportunities that they are getting burned on are uh, are just gifted to the other team here and we know that florida is a team that given those opportunities will capitalize on them we saw them do that throughout the playoffs last year uh so the panthers minus 135 is very enticing uh over under in this game I'm still leaning a little bit towards the under. I don't really love it. Six and a half at plus 102. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like Hellebuck's a good goalie. He can make some big saves. He's a lot of these games that uh, the Winnipeg's losing, you know, they should be losing a hell of a lot more if it wasn't for this guy. And then uh, Sergei Bobrovsky is, I don't know what to make of this fucking guy anymore, bro, but he's he's playing fine. He's playing fine. I think that's a good way to good way to put it there. Oh yeah, this this is a tough gamer because I do lean to the Jets at plus one fourteen. But the more I look at it, the more I feel like the Panthers are maybe the better bet here. Uh, you know, minus one thirty five. I think this is a good line that could keep going up. It already has elsewhere, but Panthers seven and two at home. Uh, Winnipeg is five two and one on the road. Both teams are hot recently. Winnipeg won four in a row. Uh, seven of the past eight. Florida, as Talon said, coming off that tough loss, but they they, they look good, and then they got Ekblad and Montour back, and now they're looking even mm-hmm. better. And yeah, Winnipeg's uh, underlying numbers have not been great this season, and uh, Florida's half. So I, I do still like Winnipeg as a dog. I think there's there's value there. I think this will be a, a close game. Um, but yeah, the, the, but talking about the Panthers, Panthers are uh, six to one to win the Atlantic. They're 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 right behind them there, and they're getting getting healthy now. So that could be. A look if, if you maybe want to hedge some of your or get, get get something else in there if you have some boston at plus money but yeah for this one i, I got to go with the jets plus 114 i just think they're a more sound team i think they're able to you know c- combat florida a little bit but i i would lean to the under six and a half at plus 102 yeah i guess i'll lean to the panthers as well we mentioned that last game against the the Bruins, where the, the Panthers were clearly the better team in that one, they just got to – man, the Bruins goaltending has just been unreal this season. No matter who you put back there, they're, they're winning games. They're stealing games for them all the time. Um, yeah, and, and Paul Maurice has got this team playing uh, a lot differently than, than the, 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 the Panthers of Andrew Burnett. That's probably why – that explains why the Panthers had such a tough first half of the season last year, uh, changing the, the system up between Burnett and Paul Maurice, which is very different. Because now you see that their expected goals for like they're kind of just above average, but their expected goals against are is like top three in the league, and uh, that that was never their strength under Andrew Brunette. So a different kind of uh, system in here is is um, encouraging for the Panthers because I think it, it leads to more playoff success, and we we saw that last year. So long term, I am definitely high on both teams. Actually, I think they're both uh, capable of winning playoff series. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, have not, I don't know much for this game. I lean to the Panthers, lean to the under six and a half at plus 102. Panthers, awesome home team, as you, someone mentioned. And uh, yeah, both goalies are playing pretty well. So I uh, lean to the under, lean to the Panthers. 
Okay, moving down to the 8 p.m. time slot here. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Carolina Hurricane. Game itself is in Carolina here. Tampa Bay on the money line is at plus 145. The Hurricanes on the money line are at minus 175. The over-unders is 6.5. Over sitting at plus 102. The under, minus 122. I feel like every way you look at this game, you should be betting the uh, the Hurricanes here. They're 6-1-0 at home. Lightning are 3-4-2 on the road here. Um, the one thing, though, that drives me, it's – we just saw this game like a week and a half ago, and I think Carolina won. What was it? Four nothing. They shut. They shut out Tampa. This is like a this is a litmus test game kind of thing for the Bolts here, you know. And I, I'm sorry, I, I believe in Jonathan, like John Cooper, too much to think that he won't have the boys ready to go for this fucking road game. Yes, this team's been shit on the road. Yes, Jonas Johansson is fucking useless in between the pipes here, but you still got fucking. Uh, just Kucherov, such a fucking animal. Braden Point out there. Stephen fucking Stamkos. You know, Sergachev gives a shit. Yes, him and Hedman haven't had the best start to the season, but these players still fucking care. And I, with, with a coach like Jonathan Cooper, I, I just don't see how they can't show up for this fucking game. So if you're going to give me the bolts of plus 145 here, maybe it's a bad play, but I, I'm going to be all over it. Uh, and then as far as over-under goes in this one, I'm going to lean towards... Oh, I don't know. I, I'm going to lean towards the over here, six and a half and plus one hundred two. We're all expecting this probably to go under based on what we saw last performance here. But like I said, if I'm if I'm committing on Tampa Bay showing up and popping goals, uh, you know that Johansson's going to let in a couple stinkers himself here. So give me the over six and a half. Give me the bolts plus one forty five. Yeah, there's big news out of Tampa today with uh, Matt Tompkins going on waivers, which I wonder what that the, means. Signals the return mm. of Andre Vasilevsky, who John Cooper said could play on this upcoming road trip. Uh, they are in Carolina uh, on Friday, and then they have a back-to-back in Colorado and Arizona. I imagine they would want to maybe get him some work before that back-to-back, so you could see him starting here in Carolina. If so, I, I like Tampa Bay even more. But even if it is Johansson in net, I like Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay plus 145. I, I also do believe in John Cooper. I, I think I've ridden the, the lightning off a bit too much this season. You know, they've had a lot of overtime points, five overtime losses, but I just think that this line's too high. We've seen this matchup twice so far this season. They've traded shutouts. Uh, both meetings were in Tampa Bay. So going to Carolina here, I do think the under is a good luck under six and a half, minus 112, but I, th- I just think this line's way too high. So give me the lightning at plus 145. I want to say one more thing about the Panthers. Uh, I just learned that they sold out their their building for five games in a row in the last. Yeah. Game. Uh, so yeah, you know, that, that doesn't sound like uh, a lot to people from you know Toronto or Vancouver, but it, it's certainly impressive given the the fact of you know this, this is the Florida Panthers. You know, it's not like um, the old days when you know Brooks Kepko is the only fan of the peas. And, and then there was like 20 Canadians in the building. <laughs> He's holding up the pylon. Calling yeah. <laughs> That's an all-time move. Absolute legend. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, for this one, I don't think that Vasilevsky coming back is, is uh, you know, it's not a massive deal just because he's, he's coming off that groin surgery. First game back could be a little rusty. Even um, Vasilevsky is human. So but I'm not, I, and I can't back the the lightning on the road. It's just uh, I don't think that 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 number reflects how how badly they play on the road for whatever reason. Uh, so yeah, I lean to the Hurricanes, and uh, I lean to the over six and a half plus one or two. I think we could see goals. The Hurricanes are uh, you know not as good defensively as they once were, but they're putting the puck in the net now. So I think we could see some goals in this one. All right, one thing I want to bring up here before we move off of the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning talk here. Uh, this is something I remember saying a little bit earlier in the season when we knew that Vasilevsky was going to miss some significant time. Uh, 
I really, really, really still think there's some value for Tampa Bay to win the fucking Atlantic. This team has kept them in the hunt for that uh, without Vasilevsky. This guy coming back rested for the first time in three fucking years, considering he's gone to the Stanley Cup Finals three years in a row before this season, and he has extended time to get healthy. We could Tampa Bay might not let in another goal for the rest of the fucking year once this cat comes back, okay? You can get the Lightning a plus 1,600 to win the Atlantic here. If you're interested in that play, get in before Vasilevsky comes back because this team's going to start fucking getting wins. And when they got that stud in between the pipes, it's going to make everybody else in the team, including the defense that has been struggling, start to play better. So I don't know. I'm just saying, floating it out there, man. They're, they're, I think they're eight points behind the Bruins right now. So, yeah, they got a mountain to climb here, man. But uh, uh, I think we could see some scary things coming out of Tampa Bay in the upcoming months. Oh, uh, Kucherov shots on goal over three and a half. He, he's gone over that in 15 of 19 games. Also, also ladder it up to, he had seven, two games ago, six, three games ago. So it's good. It's a good luck there. I was going to mention this bet on a, a future pod between Ryan and I, when there's not many games on, but I did make a bet on the central and the Atlantic division to win the cup that worked out to about plus one forty four. If you Dutch it, I just think that that's, they have more than a 50% chance of winning the cup between those two elite divisions. And yeah, the lightning right. are certainly part of that bet. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's move to the uh, 8.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Calgary Flames against the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in uh, Dallas on this one. Calgary on the money line sitting at plus 145. Dallas on the money line at minus 175. The over-under is 6.5. Over sitting at plus 102. The under minus 122 here. Uh, this Dallas team, man, is so good at hockey. It's not even fair. It seems like they're they're doing all the little things right. They're 12-4-2 on the year in this one. Um, so how can you not like this team? They've been better on the road, 7-1-1, than they have at home at 5-3-1 record here. But the Flames have been shit when it comes to road games. They're 4-6-2. Both teams have been surprisingly good when it comes to division matchups this year. The Flames are 3-1-0. and um, The Stars are 4-1-0. and I know I'm, <laughs> I don't know why I'm reading that. That's my bad. Um, but still, I, I love the stars in this one, man, even though they have been struggling at home here. So I will be on them. Minus 175 is a little bit of juice. I think I saw them in regulation at like minus 115. So I'll be enticed by that. And uh, we got two good goalies going at it, man. We got Jacob Markstrom here. He's got a 4-7-2 record, which sucks, but a 2.85 goals against average and a .904 save percentage. And then Jake Ottinger is just absolutely lights out. So I would lean towards the under six and minus 110. Yeah, it's kind of odd. This these odds are the same as as the Hurricanes versus the Lightning here, because I think there is more of a gulf between the Stars and the Flames here. So I'm on Dallas minus one seventy five, coming off a loss. It's rare they lose back to back games. They did it earlier this month, but the second game was was to Boston. First game was to Vancouver. So you know, coming off a overtime loss against Vegas, uh, still at home here. Flames on the road four six and two, uh, stars at home five three and one. Jay Gottinger, I think, is is still significantly better than, than Jacob Markstrom, even if if Markstrom can find it. Maybe, maybe we'll we'll debate that, but I think I think Ottinger is is clearly better. He's the best the favorite at this point. I think when I looked before, so yeah, give me Dallas here minus one seventy five. Don't mind the regulation player or the puck line. Uh, they've been able to win some some you know six three four three overtime eight three five two so. Yeah, I think uh, Dallas here, either money line or regulation, would be the, be a good bet. Uh, I lean to the under in this one. Just just uh, two good goalies, the way the, the, the Stars play and the, the Flames being offensively challenged at times. But uh, I don't have a bet in this one. The thing I want to talk about is the, is the Flames bringing up a bunch of young guys. This uh, Pospisil kid, uh, Connor Zary. Mm-hmm. Um, they're bringing up Matt Coronado back. He's killing it in the A. 
Uh, so the Flames changed over their culture a little bit. It's only a matter of time before they start trading guys off, and it'll be you know it'll be a quick reload for the for the Flames, considering uh, they got these young guys um, um, for the next uh, foreseeable future. So yeah, and they got Markstrom locked up long term. He's not old yet. So yeah, Flames will be good for a while. It's it's just uh, they 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 could just do a quick retool and uh, get on with the show. And I think that that's necessary because there's a lot of bad blood. I think uh, after what went on last season with this team. So yeah, just something to uh, pay attention to going forward for the Flames. Just lean to the under in this game. Okay, heading to the APM time slot here. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the Minnesota Wild. Ooh, what a game! Minnesota on the money line. This game is in Minnesota. Colorado on the money line is at minus one thirty. Minnesota on the money line at plus one ten. The over unders is six and a half. Over sitting at minus one twenty two. The under plus one oh two for the under. If uh, Colorado versus Vancouver was the Joel Bowl game. Then uh, Colorado versus Minnesota has got to be the Joel Troll game because if something <laughs> bad happens, he's going to be looking like a big old mean angry troll. Joel Meyer, what's going to go on in the Joel Troll game? Oh, uh, you know I'm back in the Avs here, um, first of all, because they're the Avs, the best team in the league and all that. Yeah, Kale McCarr's getting going. I mean, he's got multiple points in, what, like six straight games, something crazy. He's he's dialing it up. He's only a few points back of uh, – Quinn Hughes now, and he's played. A, he's missed a couple of games due to injury as well. So Makar is certainly in the mix for the Norris. Um, yeah, and this one, wild. Where were they a week ago in Sweden? So the the the, the troll the troll Joel is betting the uh, betting the abs here to beat the <laughs> beat the wild. And um, yeah, so this give me the abs here. You're gonna, gonna smoke them. Uh, you know, abs are picking it up a little bit. They've been very inconsistent this year, but I liked what I saw against the Canucks. Just uh, Grind out a win. Um, they were more physical, and I think that that's what you need in, in this game as well. So coming off that Canucks win, going against the going against the Wild here is, is a is a good spot after their their long flight home from Sweden. And Wild Wild goaltending has been pathetic this year. Gustafsson yeah, coming down to earth big time. Flurry he's only played in a few games, so I, I don't know, but not not great either. Uh, yeah, so give me give me the Evs here all day long. I know they play on a back to back, so it could be Ivan. Prozvetev, but uh, Georgiev hasn't been great lately either, so I don't think it matters that much. Uh, but I also kind of like the over for that reason. Uh, just bad goaltending both teams. And, yeah, just a lot of firepower with the Avs, and then the Wilder not playing good hockey now either. So, yeah, easy, easy spot for me. Love the Avs. Yeah, Avs here, minus 130. I'll take it a step further. Take take the Avs in the puck line at plus 170. I think all but one or two of their wins have been by – at least two goals. Their, their recent ones have 5-2 over Vancouver, 6-3 over Dallas, 8-2 over the Ducks, 5-1 over Seattle, 6-3 over the Devils, 4-1 over St. Louis. Like they're, they're beating pretty good teams but by margin here. And, and the Wild, yeah, they're coming back from Sweden. They've lost five in a row. They did go to overtime in those two Sweden games, but still think the Avs are just, just a much better team overall. So, yeah, Avs minus 130, Avs puck line, maybe even an Avs team total here. Yeah, both of these teams do tend to go Towards the over, so I do like the over six and a half minus one twenty two as well. But Avs money line, Ravs puck line are probably the the best plays here. Yeah, this is a game where I'm actually you know intrigued by the puck line here for Colorado minus one and a half. I think there's a lot of value at plus one seventy. Uh, Minnesota allows a shitload of goals. Joel talked about it when it comes to the goaltending. Neither uh, Gustafson or uh, Flurry have been barn burners this year. They're thirtieth in the league for goals allowed. Um, they're allowing four per game, and the Avs are scoring. Man, they're third in the league for goals for, averaging three point eight three per game. So you do the fucking math. 
I love the puck line in this. Uh, minus one and a half, a plus 170. I'm going to start saying that. Do the fucking math, bro. Um, yeah, I love that. Colorado in this game, even a minus 130 in regulation, there's definitely lots of value in that as well. I don't know. I, I get that it's the first night of a back-to-back here, but I still think this is insane. Uh, Minnesota, we're starting to see what I think a lot of us thought that we would see. Anytime you have, like, what is it, like 14 million in dead cap space, you're gonna lack in in depth, you know. They got they got Kaprizov, he's fucking awesome. They got a couple of guys that are that are doing some work here, but it's just too big of a hit to fucking have a sustained good season. And you know, we're starting to see that they started off hot. Well, guess what? They lost what is it four in a row, five in a row here at this point, just coming back from Sweden now. Uh, Minnesota is kind of who I think a lot of us predicted uh, that they are when it comes to that. So yeah, give me Colorado the ways I said, even the team total as well. And then, uh, over six and a half, I think is the way to play, especially if there is that abs, uh, backup in net. What was his name? You said, Joel. Prozvatov. Prozvatov. Is he any good? Uh, he's been uh, decent. I mean, his numbers in the, uh, the minors weren't great. I think that, uh, Ryan brought that up before, or, or you brought that. I can't remember which one you did, but he's been, he's been as good as Yargev anyway, when he's come in, uh, and Francis yeah. is, is out for the season. So uh, we'll, we'll need him to do a, a capable job back there. Cause Yargev can't play every game. God forbid. Kicking the pills. Um, okay. Move to the 10 PM time slot. Last final game of the docket here. Holy shit. Uh, we have the Vancouver Canucks against the Seattle Kraken game itself is in Seattle. Vancouver and the money lines at minus 115. Seattle and the money lines at minus 105. The over unders is six and a half here. Over set at minus 125. The under at plus 105. This has to be a, ba- a first game of back to back for Vancouver, right? It is. They yeah, play, they're playing uh, the Sharks. You're playing the Sharks. It seems All like right, the so, fifth time already. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to say that's fucking crazy. But um, so I think it's safe to say we'll probably see Thatcher Demko in this game for the Canucks here. Uh, the, you, this screams bet Vancouver here at minus 115, right? Like It has to, but these teams are rivalries, if not for nothing more than due to proximity, right? So uh, I don't know if the books are accounting for that aspect things. Like Seattle isn't a great team. You know, they're fourth in the Pacific, Vancouver's second uh, division game-wise. Seattle's been terrible, 2-3-2, two, and two. Vancouver's 5-2-0. and oh. um, Canucks haven't been great on the road this year. Maybe that's where the money's coming from. But, yeah, I fucking love the, the Canucks in this game. At minus 115, and as far as over-under goes, uh, we lean towards the over 6.5. This Vancouver team is just absolutely lighting the fucking lamp. Any chance they get, they're first in the league for goals for. Um, Seattle kind of sucks when it comes to scoring goals. Uh, so I, I don't know. Maybe I don't love the over as much as I thought, but I don't really have a play on the total. Yeah, uh, the over is my favorite play in this game. Over six and a half, uh, minus one twenty-five. This rivalry matchup has gone over seven or more goals in uh, eight of the nine meetings. Just the first meeting was a four-two game, but that pushed at, at six. Uh, the meeting this season, Seattle won four-three in Vancouver. So love the over six and a half at minus one twenty-five. And I think I gotta go with Seattle here at home as minus one hundred five. Slight, slight underdogs here. They they are decent at home. And in Vancouver, you know, we're seeing more of what they actually are recently. You know, they lost three of their past four in their past seven games. They've, they've gone three and four. That, that that's that's what they're gonna be more down the stretch. It's more about if if they're able to kind of tread water and, and you know make that hot start stand up the rest of the year but for this one i think seattle gets it done minus 105 but the better play would be the over six and a half yeah the canucks just need to play 500 hockey the rest of the way i think they can do that um they played some tough teams as well and they played the, the abs tough as well they, they 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 got punched in the face they punched back which is good to see of course you expect that from rick talk team 
Uh, so the story with this one is that the the Kraken, you know, they got the four lines, they got the depth, and they keep coming at you in waves. Uh, whereas the the Canucks are kind of almost a, a one line team in terms of um, you know what what they can do with with Patterson, JT Miller, Basser, and um, Quinn Hughes, of course, and then Hronik as a, the first line D pairing. So it's it's going to be a question of that if that that group that unit can can do damage when they're on the ice, and the rest of the team just 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 prevent the crack from scoring when they're on the ice. Uh, just just a lot of defensive stuff. Also, this is a, a factor in Vancouver's favor is that the Kraken are uh, fifth worst team in terms of penalty kill percentage, and the Canucks have an elite power play, so they're going to have to make those uh, penalties and power plays count for for um, to win this game. And I think uh, given the fact that it is a, a blossoming rivalry that we'll see some penalties so i think that the uh the canucks power play props would be a decent look as well as uh i lean to vancouver in the game even though um you know they're not gonna be uh you know they're not gonna be i don't know what the record is right now but they're not gonna be uh sustaining this is 700 750 win percentage but the think they can win games like this um fuck I, I hope so and then they can take the night off basically in in san jose and just just cruise with uh their their b game um yeah go knocks go all right, boys, that's it. That's a 15-game slate that we just ran through. Another uh, another Turk hockey that we had. That was that's nice gravy just everywhere. Holy jeepers. Uh, hopefully, okay, hopefully this one goes better for me than the last one. My word, that was bloodbath. Oh. You're going to be selling your kidney if it doesn't. Holy shit. Uh. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, what do we got for consensus plays here, Gilbert? Anything right. on uh, anything written? Uh, down? Yeah, consensus plays. We got the Bruins regulation, minus 130. We have the Blue Jackets Devils over six and a half minus one thirty-five. At the Habs minus one forty-eight in San Jose. We have the Kings either money line minus one ninety-eight or regulation minus one twenty there against the Ducks. Uh, Penguins minus one eighteen in Buffalo. Calgary Dallas under six minus one ten. I think we all leaned under there at least. Uh, Avs minus one thirty, and then Canucks Kraken over six and a half minus one twenty-five. All right, we got a couple plays. I like that. Uh, okay, we're gonna move down to our lock dogs and totals for this show. Uh, current standings: We got Jolie. And, oh, we fucking suck. We gotta be better for this. Uh, we got Jolie in first place with a record of 16, 19, and one, down two point nine two units. Uh, I'm right behind him in second with a record of seventeen, nineteen, down three point four three units. Uh, and Ryan is uh, ringing up the rear here uh, with eleven and twenty five record, down eighteen point four six units. Uh, our boy, what was his name? Will. Williams or some shit. Bill like Williams. That. Bill, Bill sounds, well, sounds made up to me. Well, <laughs> Willie Will, you're right, buddy. We fucking suck. So I hope you're at least having fun listening to this. But we're gonna get better, goddammit. All right. Uh Jolie, kick it away on here, us, bud. What do we got? Yeah, I just noticed that uh, we have the most viewers in the whole show right now when we are reading the record. Are reading so this? Not- Fuck. <laughs> don't don't you didn't hear that. You didn't hear that. That's not a thing. Fuck off. But, we we yeah, were yeah, positive yeah. last season. You, you, you gotta stick with us here. Nowhere sure. to go but um, up. Yeah, and, no, oh. and speaking of going up, uh, Talon is the only one climbing that uh, pyramid of gold, apparently. <laughs> Ryan and I did not make it to the, the, the top of that pyramid. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're going with the abs in the... Balls uh, too itchy. In the, the <laughs> troll bowl. <laughs> uh, easy bet here. Isles money line, plus 110 against the, the Sens. Easy bet there. And then uh, Wings Bruins under six, minus 05. Uh, the, the, yeah, just a Bruins game. They're going to win. They're going to... They're going to stomp out the Red Wings, who uh, do not have a sustainable shooting percentage. Blah 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 blah. Go go um, go me. All right, for me, I, I thought about change, I thought about changing this up, but I stuck with it here. My lock is the Kings in regulation minus one twenty. 
in Anaheim. Uh, the Kings are 11-3-3, three and, three, and all 11 of their wins have been in regulation there. So I like that minus 120. Uh, my dog, Avalanche Puck Line, plus 170 at Minnesota. I think they should be able to get it done by margin there. And then my total, Blue Jackets, Devils, over 6.5, minus 135. Two teams that can score and can't really keep the puck out of them, not too much. All right, for myself, for my lock, uh, even the Boston Bruins versus the Detroit Red Wings, minus 130 in regulation. Uh, I love that play here. There's the Bruins. They don't lose at the Garden. They don't even lose ever. So let's go. Uh, for my dog, I got uh, Washington Moneyline versus Edmonton at plus 115. I, it still baffles me right now. I get it. One team is better than the other technically, but you know there's something to be safe for fucking being lights out which we're seeing on opposite both ends of the spectrum here. Uh, and then for my total, Pittsburgh-Buffalo under 6.5 plus 110. Penguins have had some great goaltending lately. Um, Buffalo is a little bit banged up in this one, and uh, I don't know where the shooting percentage is, but I imagine the shooting percentage sucks. Go, Joel. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it, guys. Let's wrap this one up. This has been a long one. What do you expect? 15 games. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. Obviously, we got hockey. You know, it's going to be sweet tomorrow, 15 games. We got football tomorrow. I think there's a Friday game, right? Don't the Dolphins play Miami, somebody? Miami, uh, Jets. Jets. Yeah, great match. Oh, that's going to suck. Zach Wilson, <laughs> man. What the fuck are we doing? He's no, it's, it's Tim, 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 Timmy Boyle. Tim, Tim, Timmy Boyle. <laughs> what kind of fucking... I'm sorry, bro. If you're like if you're like at a party or something, you meet some chick, you say, oh, what's your name? You're like, yeah, my name's Tim Boyle. Like, I'm, I'm, just, the, I'm the starting quarterback for the New York Jets. I think that that'll get him. <laughs> That's not even worse. That makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> fuck dude so anyways that's the thing i guess college football is going to be where it's at uh, on saturday too there's going to be a lot of fun going on there um i don't know tons of stuff in the world of sports ryan what's going on in baseball seriously is there any updates from the baseball world uh, i think we got winter meetings oh care <laughs> what else do we got going on here uh that's in the world of sports you can find all that information at the sgpn website uh <laughs> Uh, be sure to check it out. Read the articles. Check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles that he's pumping out, man. Uh, those are always awesome as well. Uh, so be sure to check those out coming out weekly. Uh, and of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord, bro. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. You're missing out a hell of a lot of good time. We have some great conversations in there. We have some even greater people in there as well. So hell yeah. That, that was cute, right? Come on. Give them their cookies. Uh, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in there, you're not making money. If you want to get in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. Uh, we'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HTP Twitter account, our social media assistant producer. He's a fucking beauty. He'll be sure to reach out and get you a uh, get you all the information you need pertaining to that uh or what you can do fuck i don't know i don't i didn't I, this kind of caught me off guard i don't know i mean in a find, cave the, the troll in, a, in the cave uh, yeah, up, uh, under, a forest gimp in the, from under the, the bridge They'll be yeah. under a bridge. You got to play the Joel Troll Toll in order to pass this bridge. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's what you can do. And when you're crossing that bridge, you look underneath, you'll be like, hey, Jolie, how do we get in the fucking Discord? And he'll be like, oh, give me all your gold. And then I'll tell you how to get in the Discord. <laughs> I need it. I need that gold. <laughs> he does. Yeah, right. He does. Um, so, hell yeah, man. Do all that good shit. Yeah. Thumbs up. I'm bringing it back. I'm the new Don Cherry. I've said this before. I'm bringing back the thumbs up in the hockey community. All right, I'll make sure you subscribe to the Hacker Podcast on YouTube, going live there uh, whenever we record, most nights uh, around 9, between 9 and 10 Eastern time there. So make sure you're subscribed and you notify when you go live. Also, make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave us a five-star rating and review and turn on auto-downloads, the episodes in your feed as 
as soon as they are published. Yeah, leave us a, leave us a review. We haven't got anything since the uh, start of the season, so we're we're, we're thirsting for some reviews here. Hundred percent. Even if our boy uh, Billy Williams leaves us something, you know, uh, we'll take it. We'll take all we can get. Also. Uh, let's make one thing really, real fucking clear here and real simple. Just because the stream says it's going to start at 9.45, honestly, you should assume it's going to start later, okay? Because we are terrible at getting our shit together. Uh, so just I, going gonna, forward. Yeah, just I'm going to start I'm gonna start scheduling it later because I know, I know it takes us some time to get our, get our picks in and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. In order to be Talon Cherry, um, you need to start dressing better, though. That, those, that, uh, that thing you got going on isn't going to cut it there. <laughs> Jess told me, me I look like Jess said I look like I'm in the KKK. <laughs> the comfy KKK. Uh, yeah, exactly. The comfy <laughs> the comfy Klux Klan. Um yeah, I'll see what I can do. Maybe I got a leaf sweet leaf blazer I can bust out on you. I'll work on it, totally. I'll work on it. Which one of you is gonna be Ron McLean though? <laughs> Fucking not me. I, I think, yeah. I, I think I, I'm right Ryan's there. definitely yeah. wrong. Yeah, Ryan, I think you uh, you got to step up for that one, bro. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. You can also find me at the Raptors game tomorrow, the Toronto Raptors game. I'm so scared I'm going to say something dumb and get like beat up or kicked out. I feel like I'm going to be like, basketball is fucking stupid and sucks and for losers and someone's going to beat the shit out of me. So <laughs> I don't know. Fingers crossed I can contain myself. All right, I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. And I guess I'll be Kevin Bieksa if Ryan is Ron McLean and Town yeah. is the old Don Cherry. Give me, give me Kevin Bieksa. What a fucking beauty that guy is. One of the one of the few good uh, hockey media personalities today. That'll do. That's right. That's fine. I've been told I look like him too sometimes. So ah, uh, uh, you got the square bit. head going on, right? The square <laughs> head thing, kind of. Yeah, and the, and the comb over. You're more yeah. handsome, Joel. Oh, thank you. Yeah, there you go, Joel. Exactly. Better mustache, too. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Peace. Peace.